Don't go. go. AFK on us. Follow, follow us online at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint AFK. Welcome to Checkpoint AFK on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. This is Checkpoint XP's lifestyle show from cosplay to consoles. We cover everything you care about when you're away from your keyboard. Joining me today, my name's Nate Bender. Joining me is Weird Beard. We've got Joe Sloan, Chad Callahan, hey. and Norris Howard. So Today... On Checkpoint AFK, we're going to be talking about the recently released Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer. And uh, is Square Enix, is Final Fantasy as a game series uniquely positioned to be able to comment on issues of gender identity? It's going to be an interesting conversation. Buckle up, because we're going to have some fun. (laughs) I'll tell you what, when I think of gender identity, there's no one I look to first for their opinion before... Square Enix. Sweaty nerds. (laughs) Uh, So uh, we like to start this show off with Apple Podcast reviews. And we actually had one left over from last time. So let's do it. But are there any new ones? There are no new ones! Weird Beard has accurately identified the problem here. There are no new reviews for us to read. We have one from Von Slamstone that we haven't read. But listen, we need some reviews to read here on the show. Otherwise, the cat we have in the back is going to get killed. <gasps> no. Oh, my God. Oh, Absolutely no. We're not, we're not doing that? <laughs> I don't think we're going that route. Don't right. touch the cat. No. <laughs> Bad. All right. Never mind. Is that then. what the bag was that you brought in? Shh. Oh, my God. I wonder why it growled at me. So, while we don't have any new Apple Podcast reviews for Checkpoint AFK, we do have a new Apple Podcast review for Checkpoint XP on campus. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's nice. Can we do both? We can do both. Because yeah. right. that's the kind of crazy shit we do here on Checkpoint AFK. Whatever right. we want. That's yeah. right. So our first review is coming to us, fr- uh, the on-campus review coming to us from Class the Claws. Okay. Class okay. the Claws. Okay. Like Santa or Independent? It's okay. It's K-L-A-S. Okay. Claus. All right, cool. Class right. the Claws. No, that's like a that's like the German Santa Claus. Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. Okay. Whatever you say. <laughs> he says he loves it. Ooh. Yeah! Thank you, class. Masso. Five-star five review. Five. God I, damn. I love this podcast. So useful for the average 14-year-old pro gamer and helps looking for colleges. See? Hey! hey. That's exactly what that's I, meant That's for. what that's, that's for. Yes, exactly. I, I, I have to say that, that I got really excited when I read that review because I was like, that's literally who we program this show that's for. That's right. So, glad you're enjoying the show. Thank you for the review. Be like class and go leave us a review. Checkpoint XP on campus. Really any of our podcasts. That's right. We have so many and new podcasts coming soon. Like in the next couple of weeks. Or like hours. Uh-oh. Or hours. <laughs> in some cases. Uh-oh. So, our so stay fucking tuned. That's right. Our second review comes to us, of course, from Von Slamstone. Long-time listener. Long-time listener. Five-star review. Says, subscribe if you like good things. I dare you. 
Hey, I like I'm with that. it. I like it. Really I simple. like the I like, I like the threat in there too. Va- he Got me. I'm goes goes on to say these humans will provide you with hours upon hours of great entertainment and thoughtful discussions with Nate's craggy aging punk ways, <laughs> Norris's bougie real talk stylings, of course, Craig. not bad. Robbie's cringeworthy dad jokes, oh, yeah, that's facts. Right. Yep. Joe's yeah, dichotomy yeah. between being your truest self and relating to the normies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the group dynamic is full of pure friendship and honest opinions. Hell, they made a positive podcast dedicated to Fallout 76 during the height of hate on Bethesda. The introduction of Chris and Weird Beard. I don't know who Chris is. I think they keep fucking up my name. They do keep Chris. fucking up your name. Like, That's the second one in a row where they don't even remember Chris. my name. It could be Skuro, right? <laughs> I don't think it's Skuro. I mean, it's I wouldn't think Skuro. so, but... Hashtag no, Chris be. emote. We need a Chris emote now. <laughs> I think that should be... Fine. Chad, that should be your new alter Chris ego. Under, you know, you know, actually, that's what you should do. You know how, like, Garth Brooks had the alter ego where he would just t- take his hair and do it the other way? Way. Nah, my hair only goes one way. Oh, okay. Well, I got... I know, I know, I know that feel, Chad. If my hair too only goes. I don't know one how way. you'd even do your it, hair. Who do you think you look like, Chad? If you weren't Chad, who are you? Are you when, when you look at your face, you? what name? What name? Would Wait, you be? Hang on, hang on. Who have, has anyone ever told you you look like a celebrity? It's funny enough. Someone and I was actually put back by it in a good way. Okay, uh, Chris Angel. <laughs> so a Chris. Yes, mind free. Yes, you fucking look like Chris Angel. <laughs> so if I'll we put you Chris. in some, if we put you in some mascara Oops. and eyeliner, really long, nice hair, all well, black, nice hair. hair yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jet black, <laughs> and we put a bunch of rings on you. Yeah, and a bunch of rings, and we dress you like Dave Navarro. You are that's Chris pretty Angel. much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess Shit. I have. It's it's like a little less awkward than a super crush. Are I'm you Chris like, Angel? Or are you just <laughs> are you just making this a magic is the trick biggest right now? magic trick he's ever done? Mind I've freak. ever done. <laughs> My free Chris Angel Colin Esports. Uh, Joe, have you ever been told that you look like a celebrity? Yeah, just Willem Dafoe. Ah, uh, that's right. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, specifically, it was really it was the corpse. drowned corpse of yeah. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. God so, damn! So, like, right. after he's been in a river for a while. <laughs> so, I think you tend to bloat when you drown like yeah, that. Yeah, he was telling me I look like Fat Willem Dafoe, <laughs> which I mean, if anything's going to turn the ladies on, clearly, sexy. <laughs> Says the married guy in the room. What about you, yeah. Weirbeard? Ah, uh, no. I mean, I've gotten like. The fat lead singer from um, um, Death Cab, whatever his really? name. Is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. What is his name? I don't remember. His name. Ben, ben. Ben. Yes. Ben. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. My girlfriend cares. loves. Death it, Cab. Yeah. And it was like a girl who was like trying to like pillow talk me who said that, and I was like, like "You look sh- like the guy from Death Cab." Yeah. Like that shit is not. Thanks. That's not hot. That's awesome. hot. You look like a curtain jerker from the mid two thousands WWE. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Just some geek who got fed to Braun Strowman. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I just, I don't want to look like a celebrity because they just don't look like real people to me. So. That's fair. If I had, like, if I have to be ugly because I'm not a celebrity, I'm all about it. Norris, you ever get that? Nah, not really, man. Not really. There's only like, there's like six black celebrities that people say other people look like. And I don't look like dreads. And I don't, right. How many have dreads? All right. right? So hold up. It's uh, glasses. All right. Or glasses. Six black celebrities that people say people look like. Yeah, it sounds like a bad TV game show. It's like six black celebrities. Yes. 
Oh my god. Uh, I always got Corey Feldman. And I don't know why. Oh, no. It's not a good one to get. No. Not a good one to get. I'm no, sorry. Corey no. Feldman, that's rough. I even had... I, here's... Here, so, this was when I was working at Flipside Records in Clawson. And I'm just behind the counter. Random person walks in and goes, you know who you look like? You look like that guy that was in uh, was in the Lost Boys. And I'm thinking like... Fucking like all of, what? Like 20, 20 <laughs> guys in that Sean movie. Astin? Like... <laughs> Hey, here I am hoping for like Kiefer Sutherland or something, and no, it's Corey Feldman. Yeah. God you damn know, it! It says a lot about like when you grew up, where you know Corey Feldman from. That's true. Facts. That's true. Like, so is it for you, is it Lost Boys for you? Uh, Goonies actually Goonies? was probably where I. First... I mean, my context was co- for Corey Feldman was the Michael Jackson. Stuff. Yeah, Corey, Corey, and Corey. Mm. Who's the other Corey that he was? Corey like, Hayne, the dead one, dude. Why? I just wish I had a not a doppelganger, but somebody that share my name and just we could go around and fuck shit up because it's like Rick and Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you get away with whatever you want as long as you have a body double like, with you. Oh no, I was about to say there's like a Rick and Rick in the morning or something like that, but there's a Mike and Mike in the morning. Yeah, there yes. is. I feel yeah. weird. I know Corey Feldman from Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. What? <laughs> what? Is that you was in that? He's like a, yeah, he's like a 10, 11 year old kid who like makes like monster props and he ends up like beating Jason to death at the end of the movie. Oh. Mm. Yo, them shit's no apparently idea. fun That's fact. Dumb. Fun fact. <laughs> fun fact, he killed somebody. The fourth one wasn't well, a great No, movie. but when he was like doing that, he's just yelling like die at Jason. He was apparently picturing the director's face ah, uh, when he was doing that. Very nice. Hated the director. I'm sure he did. They all uh, hated him though. So. I mean, a well, lot of people let, after that movie hated the director, so let's be honest. That's he, true. His most recent uh, career arc is probably the most disturbing one. The his band. Have you seen his uh, band? No, I've not seen his band. His band. His band. He by the way, band. his band is made up entirely of like women who are like nines and tens. Who everyone, I'm pretty sure, has like decided that he's like a cult leader mm. now, and oh, that no. he's brainwashed these poor women. Fuck yeah! He went the R. Kelly route. And just <laughs> I was to say this. I'm about to do it. I was about to say he made it. his on stage act. Why would you not, though? Listen, (laughs) I'm so hideous. Like, the fact that a woman has ever touched me in her life is regrettable on their their part. (laughs) So, if I am in a power of, a position of power, and they go, Rick, you get to make a band of whoever you want. Because it's it's not like he's making a band because people are telling him that he's so musically talented. No, this is Corey Feldman. Yeah, this is literally just an exercise (laughs) in jerking yourself off. So, go, make your dream team. What would you pick? Am I going to go to the, like, and be like, you know who I want? Dave, find me a woman who's worked in a coal mine for the past ten years. <laughs> Fuck no! Like I will take. No, you go the Prince route. You you make yes. Vanity Six. Yes. That's what you do. Like I'm ugly. Put somebody good looking on there. It's got to balance out at some point. Yeah, facts. You think Corey Feldman sitting around thinking that he's ugly? Yes. Hey, you no. know, Sia makes a career out of that. She just stands there, and there's a little girl that just like beautifully dances in front of her entire like concert. So hell. That works. Okay. Facts. See? Nate's the, Nate's the only one that said there's like, no, nah, I just want only ugly motherfuckers in my band. Yeah. <laughs> I want <laughs> people who can play the instrument. Yeah, that's why you're not going to make any That's why you're not going to make no money. That's why you're not in music. Nate, you didn't you make thought, any music. Hold on, Nate. Nate you thought this shit dead. was about musicianship? You on some other shit. Really? Uh, you gonna get on stage with you and six other bearded motherfuckers and think people gonna show up? People show up. No. <laughs> show up. No. People you know, go to metal concerts and punk shows all the time. You know who can play an instrument? My brother. You know how much money he makes playing music? 
None. <laughs> Somebody yeah, said they. It, uh, said, it, said, it said something when the most talented musician I know uh, recently, like, st- started taking medical classes on how to do X-rays. You know, exactly, like, yeah. It, it, literally, this dude is so talented to the point where he could pick up any instrument. He'd never seen it before and instantly know how to play a cogent song. Oh, from this the same, to end. Hold on, was this the same guy that jumped into the grease? No, when you guys were at school. No. Oh, okay, different guy. Yes. Okay. That Very different say, guy. Dave knows a lot of weird people. Yeah, no, I was just be trying to make the stories line up, I guess. Somebody sometimes. in the uh, chat said that they know Corey Feldman from playing Donatello. Yeah, he was Donatello yeah. in the uh, what? In the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the movie. live action one. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Wait, really? I don't know. I, to be honest, I he have zero memory him. of that. Well, yeah, of course. He, no, he, he, no, he's actually Donatello. They transformed him into a Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtle. I didn't think he like crawled up inside the puppet. I'm just <laughs> crawled up inside. His- crawled up inside it. Nothing. No, he he literally injected himself with radioactive ooze and became the turtle. turtle. Corey, I like baby, him. I got it. I got a gig. I got a gig for you. Come here. This is gonna be the best. Look up what Corey Feldman looks like at the end of. Friday the 13th part 4 he's not far from a Ninja Turtle if I'm honest with you yeah so he definitely did play Donatello he's the voice cast for him alright here's well, the, yeah. Here, yeah. here's the question for the room you're literally fun. no one else in there is a recognizable actor though no hey by the way was I correct in thinking that Casey Jones has never been in another movie ever because we looked this up and no he hasn't <laughs> uh, Elias Cotes is his name yeah that uh, name everyone knows and loves yeah. hello my name is Elias he's actually, he's actually been in a shitload of has movies. he so, yeah just nothing you've ever seen okay, okay, yeah. you ever seen here's my question in the room your phone rings he it's, was in look who's talking to oh great oh, I, seen that. Up for real. I guess that really says it all doesn't it if he was in Hit Me in 1996, what the fuck? Hit Me? Yeah, Lost Souls in 2000. I'm just uh, this I is get, I get random it. things at this point. Uh, actually, I you know he was in Apt Pupil in 1998. That's okay, actually that a, a movie. movie. That's a movie I know. He was in Gattaca in 97. Gattaca was he was in he, he was in 19- wait he was in Gattaca. Yeah, he was in 1996's Crash, which is a great movie actually. Oh, oh fuck, did he? Okay, 96 oh, is Crash. Yeah, not not yeah, the no. Oscar baiting. <laughs> no, no, the Terrence other one, Howard racist one. Yeah. I was about to be like, wait a minute, what? Okay, I got you. All right, so no, the David Cronenberg movie. Got it. Yeah, Yeah, Andy Cronenberg is going to be right up Nate's alley. Oh, yeah. Um, Saturday night, your phone rings, and you pick it up. You go, hello? And the guy on the other line goes, hey, it's Corey Feldman. I want to hang out with you tonight on Saturday. Are you telling him that you'll hang out with him or no? Fuck, no. No. Not even out of curiosity. No. First of all, how the fuck did Corey Feldman get my number? Second of all. No, second of all, absolutely not. I'm not hanging out with Corey Feldman. No, 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 no. The Chappelle's show where Dave Chappelle hangs out with Wayne Brady. Yes, <laughs> I am picturing that. That's, that's what that it turns into. into. <laughs> no, see, it's even, no, 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 no. It's, it's even. It's even. Wait, wait, wait. Chad's in. It's even worse for me because I apparently look like him. So the entire time I'm going to be like twins. When is he going to kill me and use me for his fake dead no, body? He's going to kill someone and blame you. Nate's going to be in the, the back. other option. You're just going to be like, can you please call me Corey too? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we please be Corey and Corey? Corey and Corey. Just Please. I just want to. I want to do the Corey Corey thing again. Come on, man! Please. So you're gonna be what Corey Hain with the other Corey? Yeah, Corey and Corey. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, I, why don't uh, I? I could do a Strangers on the Train version of, uh, of of Corey Feldman, right? Like meet him on the train and then exchange murders. 
Do that. Yeah. I love it. Somebody, somebody in the no chat. No one will suspect a thing. No, somebody in the chat said that uh, him and Corey Feldman would definitely be getting coked up, which I don't think is too far outside of the so, truth. No. Yeah, that sounds like exactly <laughs> what the fuck would happen. So Corey Feldman, Macaulay Culkin, who else can you get coked up with? Um, Who's on uh, that R- line? RDJ, uh, Robert Downey Jr., if he leaves his wife at home. <laughs> <laughs> what, RDJ circa 2002? Yes, yeah. yeah. Time Machine, Robert yeah, Downey yeah, Jr. Yeah, okay. Hey, listen, I'm not so sure that he's not back on the fucking wagon again. Dr. Doolittle? The dragon oh, enema scene? Yeah. Come on, uh, dude. Apparently, and apparently from notes on the set, it came from him. I know. Where else do you get that idea outside of cocaine? Good. Uh, I don't have an answer for that. I don't have a good answer. I don't have an answer for that. By the way, the guy that played Casey Jones was also in Shutter Island. This guy had a prolific acting career (laughs) after he did Casey Jones. A prolific acting career of movies that people saw in college. Uh, Or on a plane. (laughs) Can can anybody think of an actor that they've seen in a million movies, but they have no idea who they are? Uh, Yo, okay. Yes. Isn't, isn't, isn't there yeah. an entire movie about this? Like, there was a Netflix special yes, about this. There's a special about this. What the f- Oh, my God. What is his name? That's the point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh. The guy, the guy who always plays the Mexican dude, the, the yes, Mexican guy. Know, exactly. yes. He's yes. always an Arab oh. guy and a Mexican guy. Oh, yes. he's in he's every in, movie. He's in both two-headed and three-headed shark attack. Yes. Um, he always has like a mustache, and then sometimes he doesn't. Yeah, and he's he always Danny Trejo. Dan- Danny Trejo. No, 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 Danny Trejo. Fucking knows Danny well, Trejo Dan is a uh, is a legend and an icon. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo was in fucking King of the hill. Hold on. Right. I, I want he had a movie. He had machete. First okay. off. Yeah. Was really his real like. Yes. Are we gonna, coming, I, I just want to say. Superstar. I haven't clicked on this Wikipedia link yet. Okay. I just googled go to Mexican actor. <laughs> and I'm going to click on it and look at this picture. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. We're, we're going to see if this is who I believe that it is. It's not. Who is it? Okay. It's, okay. Is it the bald Mexican guy? Yes. Dog, he has 80 movies that he's in, and his name is Hector in all of them. Look at this IMDb. Let me see this face. That's not him either. I think he was in uh, (laughs) a... Uh, he was in the Mask of Zorro, and his name was Hector. In that dog, listen to Pretty me. Sure you're listen to me. Just one. go to training day. The guy who put Denzel Washington, or who put Ethan Hawke in the bathtub, on, and yes. he's about to shoot. Yes, him. that's him. That guy is in so many movies. Noel, Noel, Guglielmi. Okay, know. Don't then do there's that. a reason that we don't know his name. Yeah. But he, I, this is the guy, right? We're gonna, we're gonna flip it around. Oh my god, find a picture of him. What are we doing? <laughs> Wikipedia, come on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen him in everything. No, that's the guy who's always Hector. The guy in the picture directly to his left is the guy I'm talking about. Oh, Cliff Curtis. He was also in, he was in a, he's in a bajillion. He's a, dude, movies. I never knew. How the fuck is his name? Cliff Curtis. <laughs> Here's a shocking thing. He changed from, his name probably. He's from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me see this picture. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? How's that man oh, him. a kiwi? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. See? 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 <laughs> 
perfect example of what the fuck we were just talking about. Uh, None of you knew that motherfucker's name was Cliff. No, no I would have never guessed Cliff. Not. All right. Well, that was a really weird aside. Uh, glad yeah, we got that through that. About? We're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII. And is it in a unique position to talk about gender identity? <laughs> and how many weird Mexican actors does it have in <laughs> That's right. Not all, no, only one of them. None of them was Mexican. What <laughs> else from here and all those from New Zealand? Yeah, right. neither, yeah neither Mexican. We got a lot to talk about. Stick around. That's coming up here on Checkpoint AFK. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. Esports is the fastest growing area in collegiate athletics, and Checkpoint XP on campus keeps you up to speed on all the exciting action. From varsity and club esports tournaments to college curriculums focused on gaming, each week, Checkpoint XP on campus brings you more than just stats and scores. We're digging to school rivalries, scouting, scholarships, and talking with players and coaches. Catch new episodes of Checkpoint XP on campus Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific and on demand 24-7 on YouTube, Twitch, Radio.com and always at CheckpointXP.com Catch new episodes of Checkpoint XP on campus Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific and on demand 24-7 on YouTube, Twitch, Radio.com and always at CheckpointXP.com Checkpoint XP on campus The show for collegiate video gaming and esports Don't go Go. AFK on us. Follow follow us online at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint AFK. Welcome back to Checkpoint AFK on B-Pod Studios, the place to be for podcast discovery. We're going to be talking about the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer that was recently uh, released and uh, whether or not, you know, Final Fantasy as a game series is kind of uniquely positioned to discuss issues of gender identity and uh, even sexuality. Yeah. Uh, and, And this is a really interesting topic because, you know, Final Fantasy as a genre or as a as a uh, game series has really um, had you know for a long time been you know making characters that are very androgynous mm-hmm. who's you know um, the the I Final mean, Fantasy Nine villain whose gender is Kuja. not yeah it's not defined it's yeah. not de- it's not defined at well, I mean, all even Quinn Quinn was always questionable in that uh, too yeah, Quina literally they don't. Give a gender for that character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's do even you, in the booklet. Do they have ever even refer to Quinna as her? No, no. no. It, 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 right? It. Interesting. It. And, and I mean, so all right. First of all, let's just talk about the trailer itself because I'm starting to have some concerns about this game. Outside of all of the stuff at the Honeybee, 
right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. We also got a, a, a probably our best look at the game to date in terms of what's going to be contained narratively inside of the game. Correct. We've That's seen Red part. 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen a couple of characters, minor characters that Some are getting... characters. Yes, they're getting fleshed out into more... Uh, you know, uh, like more significant. Yes, significant characters. Uh, the the chick in the red dress who uses the guy as the footstool. Yeah, Scarlet. Right. Um, and then you know we've got entirely new characters altogether. The guy who's harassing the avalanche crew, for lack of a better term. Um, kind of like he looks like a soldier reject. Yeah. On the uh, and and he's on a motorcycle, which makes me think that motorcycles are going to actually play a way bigger part in this game and in this world than it did in the first time. I don't know how to feel about all of that because it feels like they're really changing so much about the core of Final Fantasy 7 that I love. Uh, but see, I like that though. I don't I don't want this to be just a retread, right? And we know it couldn't cuz it's based on just really the first third of the first disc so there's no way you could build a whole entire 60 70 hour game around that so you got to flesh it out there's going to be a ton of new stuff there's going to be a ton of new locales ton of new things going on more enemies more character development and i actually appreciate that because for me having shinra as sort of like that first antagonist was great sure because of how the game opens, how it's set up, the sort of, you know, the greedy corporation and da 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 da. But it felt very empty. It felt like these people were just like, they were just caricatures of evil corporate people. And we knew that later on down the line, there's no way that they would be the final villains because they didn't even get the development to even you couldn't even think of them becoming final villains, right? In, in Final Fantasy VI, you saw enough of Kefka to where when he turns into the primary villain it makes more sense because you saw you saw it trickle throughout the rest of the story it's like dude you go to Shinra headquarters once you see these people like twice and that's about it that's about it you see Rufus Shinra grand total three times in that game yeah his name's on the fucking building I mean clearly there's more to flesh out in Midgard like going to any of the other sections of Midgard. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a big... That's a big aspect of that game that never really got fleshed out, right? Like, yeah. you got to go to the playground, and then, like... The, the Sector 7, uh, Sector 6 slum. That's that's about it, that's though. That's about you it. You don't get to go to any of the other sectors. And Walmart. So, like, yeah. yeah like, I feel like they could have expanded Midgard a little bit more. I don't know about a new character, because when you throw in a new character, now that's a whole new dynamic that you have to work with. I'm okay with them fleshing out existing relationships and existing characters. I'm okay with them fleshing out Shinra even more, because you're right. That's only a very brief portion of the game that we're even introduced to those characters or their motivations. But now we've got an entirely new character. We don't know his name. We don't know his motivation. We don't know his affiliations. Is he a new Avalanche member? Is he a new Shinra member? More. Is he a soldier? I'm okay with Give that. me I, more. I'm okay with that. I think, uh, but that's ridiculous, but even though. Think about, well, but even think about how, like, Biggs and Wedge and Jesse aren't fleshed out as characters, so when they meet their untimely demise, you don't care. Nobody cares. 
Because you talked to them a grand total three times. That's and that's fine. Go expand on all of those characters all you want, but now you have to work in a new dynamic. Yeah, that's not fine. just not just between this character and whoever the, the, the player is controlling, but between this character and all of the other characters. That's awesome. There's also another big concern that I have. The very final shot of the trailer seems to be evil air whooshing around the Shinra headquarters. Which is not a scene that ever happened in Final Fantasy VII. And I'm going to just stop. And it, and it, no, no. Not, no, no, no. And it seems like they're building towards a bigger threat than Shinra. Well, to be fair. Obviously, Nate. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of stuff in Final Fantasy VII, if I remember correctly, they wanted to add more and then they just released it. So maybe these are the things that they had in notes and stuff See, that they're adding but to that, like, No, 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 no. But that's, I don't know. No, but I mean, Chad has a point. How many times have we seen in development for RPGs that there's always more that game directors want to put into the game? That, that always happens this, with every game. This seems like a threat outside of Genova, right? Like the... We the, don't know if that was Genova. Come on, man. You fight Genova in this game. Yeah, I know, but like, why would Genova have evil swirly mist? Why would Genova be a dis Embodied alien head, like we don't because know. that's what it's, it is. But it's that's, that's the origin but the, of but it. But the point is, is that you, you suspend your disbelief, Nate. You asking too much of this right now. Like that's how I feel. Let enjoy the shit. No, I, I. Here's what I feel. I feel they're building towards another. You know, like another bad. The, the first third of the game, the bad guy squarely needs to be Shinra. It has to be Shinra. Yeah. It can't be Sephiroth. It can't be fucking Genova. So if those elements are being inserted before they're supposed to occur in the actual story itself, yeah. I think that that's a narrative problem. We've already seen Sephiroth play some sort of role in this first third. We don't know exactly what role, but I. My my concern my concern is actually that they're going to be using plot points that were introduced in things like Crisis Core and Before Crisis and all of these ancillary materials and start rolling them in like as, as if I'm supposed to no. know or care like about that. any of I them. I love that. No. I love that. I hate because, that. No. Here's, I hate that. No, because Advent, no. Children, Advent Children was the wackest thing Square Enix No, because here's out. what you do. You have all that bullshit that they spent the last 10 years making and they say, you know what? So much of it people didn't like because it was so disjointed. Now, what do we do? We have an opportunity to make it right. We have an opportunity to reintroduce these elements in a way that is satisfactory. So why don't we do it with one game? We put this game out and we release it and we start introducing those elements so they don't feel so sudden when we do our Advent Children. It was like... Genova shouldn't even be able to do that because you never introduced that in the first place. So now with this, you can start breadcrumbing stuff in to I show exactly what it is that Genova is capable of. I hate that. I think that's it's smart. That ru that ruins what made Final Fantasy VII special I the first disagree. time I played it. I disagree. I, Star Wars kind of did it where they were like, "Oh, this is canon, but this is," and we could pick and choose. I mean, I don't see why Final Fantasy VII can exactly do the same thing. I, because I just think that that's lazy. I think that. That that's lazy storytelling. I think that that's lazy writing. You can go back and retcon things whenever you fucking feel bro, like it. Bro, you don't have bro. to. You don't. You don't. It doesn't matter if it makes sense. We'll make it make sense later. Is the worst. Are you telling worst me worst writing uh, 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 device no. ever? Are you telling me that there is not massive amounts 
of Final Fantasy VII story and side stories that don't need to be retconned. Because there's a lot. No, I don't. Advent think Children itself, the whole fucking thing should be retconned. No, the Advent Children the shit out of existence. Ad- Advent Children shouldn't exist. I thought that was the worst thing retconned. that they ever did with the final. Retconned. No, then start with an entirely clean slate. Why reference all of this other shit? Why reference all of this like canonical nonsense that orbits around the main story? Why? Why start rolling that stuff because in? Because we can make it right this time. No, you can't. Because it's Square Enix, and they can't do anything anyway right. they whatever. can't do anything right. i disagree with you no they're gonna they're gonna blow this for sure i don't know i have a lot of concerns around the core storytelling aspects of the final fantasy 7 remake none of the trailers have addressed it they've made me even more concerned every time i see a new one and i don't know man i'm out i i'm i'm not gonna buy this game at all and it's one of those people is gonna be mad when this game comes out and everybody's talking about how amazing it is and then he's gonna come to me i know how this works he's gonna come to me like four months later and he's like man i think i'm gonna go ahead and get the final fantasy when have i done that and then when right, I, name one right? name one time no. name one no. time i've actually done that i know you're that. gonna do this name one time i know I've you're done gonna it. do this i know it i know he's gonna okay do so he's i know he's gonna do based this. on what what? Based on what? My opinion. When have I ever done that? I don't need an example. When, when have I ever made an I'm op- not basing this off of any previous thing. I'm saying this game is going to be so good. No, it's not. That that's, you're going to play it. That's that, a, that you're going to see it. That's, Dude, that's a bold Dude, prediction that Robbie, has no basis in Robbie, fact. who is an even bigger skeptic of this game than you, who loves Final Fantasy VII dearly, right? Didn't even want this game to be made because he loves Final Fantasy VII so much. Don't mess with the things I love. He got his hand on this game, and I saw... I looked dead in his eye, and I'm standing right next to him, and I saw his expression go from deeply critical and progressively soften the more he played the game. And by the time the demo was over, he turned to me, and he goes... Man, it's really good. Oh, okay, so it's you a, guys can be rubes, then that's fine. It's not being that's rube, fine. You're, a you're just gonna waste. You're game. gonna you're gonna waste a hundred and thirty dollars on this game by the time all three parts come out. And if I'm entertained, and it's I'm gonna cool be a that. fucking waste. And if I'm entertained, it's I'm a cool waste. All right. Play Fallout seventy six. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a better. It's hey. It's a it's a it's better not, game than this is gonna it's be. Not. It's not even gonna tell a cogent story. It's not setting itself up to tell a cogent story. 76 doesn't tell a cogent story. You don't know. You've never played it. Yes, I have. Mm, you never tried to play the actual story. I played story. 20 hours. Okay. All right. Anyway. Anyway. We have another part of this to talk about, which is why Chad and Joe were here before you got on your high horse about some bullshit. Why? Because I have I have concerns about the way that the story is going to be told. There's nothing to be concerned about. I, there's a lot to be concerned no. about. I won't take much from these trailers, though. I don't think there's enough substance in any of the trailers that they showed for me to make a discerning well, like great or bad. It's a Name me a final or a Square Enix trailer that's ever had any real bearing or resemblance of what the game was. And right. that's my point. Never happened. It's never ever. happened. When's the last time ever. you saw a FF14 trailer that accurately depicted what we were going to see when we actually got to play uh, the fourteen trailers do because they tell you exactly what the fuck you about to play it, it, for really? the patches. Do they? For the patches, yeah, they do. Oh, but, okay, but name, name, name another name another time that Square Enix went back to a game, remade mm-hmm. it, and changed story elements. Well, nobody's done that. 
don't think yet. I Nobody's mean, done it. Am I, am I no, Square Enix hasn't either. done it. Final Fantasy hasn't done it. I'm sure that somebody has done it. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't recall any AAA developer going back. And, and even when 14 blew their game up, they didn't change story elements. The shit that happened at 1.0 happened, yeah. and then they blew it up and started over. But they, it happened. Yeah. So yeah, I don't to, think to anybody's point, I'm trying done to think it. of any game that's ever, yeah, ever nobody's made that done move. It. Nobody's done it. So, 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 oh, okay. So you're just going to blindly accept that Square Enix is going to be able to navigate those complex waters? Yeah. That's way more faith in that development studio than I that's have ever f- that's had. That's fine. I just look at it like this, dude. There's Square, opera- Square Enix has no historical... Like there's there's but nothing, nobody there's nothing does. that tells me you're that they're holding haven't. them to you're holding them to at this point to a standard that nobody's ever defined because nobody's done it before. I mean, in all of the Resident Evil remakes, like if they started adding characters in there, you would be majorly concerned. Not really. Really? No. Why? If they took if they if took, they t- if, if, they they added- took me, if they took Mia Jovovich's character from Resident Evil and suddenly not That's there in the, the two remake but they oh, she's there in the three remake mm-hmm. don't tell me you wouldn't be concerned. Well she's not a good character so it's a bad example. Timeline wise. You don't know that this character's a good character? You no, but I have to play he it. He wears a motor he he, he, he uses, wears a motorcycle. He uses a motorcycle. No, but I have to play That's it. it before That's the I only make that fucking assessment. thing that you know about. But I have to play it before I make that assessment. It's gonna be garbage. I can't make that assessment before I play it. That's it's all be I'm garbage. saying. I'm just listen, I, it's it's something that no one has done. You're right. But I don't think that Square Enix has the acumen to be able to pull it off. I don't I think. think th- I think if there is one game that they would know that they have to get right is this one. Period. That's how said. They said that about fifteen. They said no, 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 no. Internally, yeah. Oh, they absolutely. No, did. no, no. They said I'm that not, about fourteen. They said I'm that about thirteen, that. and all the three games that they spun I'm not, off. I'm not talking about what they said. I'm talking about what they are doing. Okay. And I feel internally they know the fate of the company itself may ride on this game. Nah, I don't see that. It, I think it does. Because if the money that they put into this game and the money that they will put into the subsequent development of the games that will come after is going to be heavily dependent on how successful this game is. Nah, I don't see that. I definitely think so. I don't see that. I don't know what they've spent so far. I mean, they've already canned one version of the game in favor of developing it in-house. So that's already a considerable amount of money that they've put behind it. But at the same time, though, they've probably been working on this thing, the assets for this thing, for, for many years. Ever. For many, many Forever. years. When was, when was the first time that we actually saw the Final Fantasy VII like, redone trailer where he's the, the opening scene years ago no Three, longer than that long, that was 2006 wow. bro wasn't that long no, ago it was no. not 2006, 2006? I'm, I'm no. almost positive it was that long no. ago no that was when we got the Final Fantasy 13 versus trailer that was not the 7 remake although uh, Omega in the chat is saying Fantasy Star 1 and 2 got a PS2 remake only released in Japan that changed a few story elements but right, they were kind of bad. They said, "Yeah, fair, fair enough." I fair. guess. I guess. Fair. So it, fair. Mean, it happened. I guess. Yeah, the PS3 tech demo. When was? Uh, yes, yeah. that's it. The PS3 tech demo. Yeah. Was it that long? It was that. I'm telling you guys, they have been tooling around with doing this forever. 
And I mean, it really started when they started making the assets for things like Advent Children mm-hmm. and for Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah, and asking how else can we use these. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what makes me think that this is a marketing ploy. Like, this is a marketing decision more than it was an internal, like, yes, it's time to do Final Fantasy VII again. This was an amazing story. Let's make it fucking amazing. You know? I mean, for me, I look at FF7 Remake. I'm excited for it, but I have zero love for the game. Mm-hmm. I do not give a shit about FF7. So if they screwed it up, see, to me, it wouldn't but, make but any that's, but that's sort of so, where, But that's sort of where I fall in, is that, like... I'm excited for it because it's it's Final Fantasy and Seven is a good game, and I'm gonna play it. But I'm not. If it's not that great, I'm not that concerned. But I'm still gonna give it the chance to be its own thing. I'm not. I'm not holding so much of the old game to this one because the context of when it's released is completely different. And on top of that, you're going to be able to do more things with a re-release. You're going to be able to do more things with new technology, new assets, more time to tell the story. So I'm giving the creator that freedom. I think every creator should be able to have that freedom. Oh, Square Square Enix lost that latitude with me years ago. That's what you, and that's fine. I'm saying I I am am squarely, I am a lapsed lapsed Square Enix fan around the time of 12. No, it was really about 13. 13. I was about to yeah, say, because 12, is where. bad story, pretty fun to play I, game. Except I, I I think I played it for like 15 hours, put it down, and then had to wait until my internet was out for three days to go back and replay it like five years yeah, later. No, story is right? 12. The, so 13 was really where I started to, to go down this like this really big like opinion is just falling yeah, off is terrible. with, with uh, Square Enix. And, yeah. I, I, you know, like... I, I've never recovered from that. Mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have the ability to say, I'm gonna put my faith in Square Enix for mm-hmm. this one. I don't have that. I have to be critical of everything that they put out, or else if if I'm not, I am go- I am definitely one hundred percent going to be disappointed and pissed off. Oh uh, well I don't feel that passionately about it. To be straight up. Like, I, I simply don't. Like, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be a good game. I'll play it. And if it's not, dude, I've spent, I've you, spent 60 you, bucks. I spent 60 bucks on way worse. You didn't spend 13 years defending Square Enix on a podcast. No, so. it's true, which is, I wouldn't have did that. I mean, that's... <laughs> think that's the difference if you if you need to know my my emotional attachment to square enix i spent a long well uh, let me let me be fair i spent about eight years eight years defending them not defending and them. then the rest of the time definitely not defending them and, and actually yeah, giving my my, my real opinion but like honestly i I, I still hold a little bit of that right like i still hold on to you know a, a little part of me wants square enix to be good again. so i I asked, so nope. I asked, oh no 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 so I asked you this question this game comes out and every by every definable metric it's good not just good real good then are you still angry at it are you still somebody who just completely won't try it uh, uh, I won't buy it not until the full thing is out not okay. until not until all three or four parts right, are that, uh, out. okay I'll, if, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that that's, that's understandable uh, here's and, and, and here's actually a, a much more likely scenario mm-hmm. in my point of view right the first part comes out and it's actually pretty good yeah it's decent yeah. they do a good job with it they don't change too much the second one comes out 
It's okay. It's, it's starts all right. off. It's all right, but I mean, but been, that's the Squeenix special. Exactly. Yeah. By by three by part three and four, if it's still good, if people are still praising it, if the majority opinion is this, they they put their time in, mm-hmm. they really made this work. I'll give it a try. See, I don't even think you need to do three games. I, I think they could do it in two. I don't two. know. I think, all right, here, here's my thoughts on the whole thing. Yeah. If they, if they followed the rule of, like, what Game of Thrones did, the books, when they followed the books, everyone loved it, right? Then all of a sudden, the books kind of stopped, and then they got ahead of themselves, and then no one liked it anymore. Final Fantasy VII has this same opportunity, right? They have the base story. They have the books. Yes! They can add things, sure, fine, whatever, but mm-hmm. as long as they follow that base no, 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 storyline... I, I feel what you're saying. They're set in gold. Because like, certain- We already know how it ends. Yeah, there's certain things about Game of Thrones that they had to change for the books in order to make it work for TV. then they TV. didn't know what okay. was happening after. So I'm like, if, if you have to change the things that make sense... Change them. Okay. Right? Yeah. So if your ultimate goal is to build up to X, you really do have to start introducing those elements at the very beginning. Because it would be garbage as fuck if Game of Thrones came out and the first opening scene wasn't the one of the White Walkers. It was the one of Ned just chopping the guy's head off. And then all of a sudden, by the end of it, Winterfell's getting overrun by zombies and White Walkers. Where the like, hell did that come from? Where the fuck do these things come from? D- so you, why, why did Walking Dead invade my Game of Thrones? Exactly. So because that was set up from the very yeah, yeah. opening scene... Then and they checked in back in with the White Walkers. Exactly. So yeah. I think it's 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 more. I'm not nearly saying Square Enix has the chops to pull off that level of storytelling. I feel you. I get it. I'm just saying, from a storyteller's point of view, that is how you have to do it. Because if you do it any other way, it's gonna it's gonna start. You know, it's gonna feel like it's gonna feel like Necron. You remember Necron? I do remember Necron. Yeah. Uh. What is what is Necron? For those who don't know, the final boss of Final Fantasy IX yeah. shows up at the last minute. Why? Exactly. Because uh, Kuja was too easy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He so, wasn't even being possessed by him. No. Nothing. Exactly. Just, so you don't want comes. that. You don't want that. Yeah. No. I so get you. I get that's you. how I feel. I, I I would like to share that amount of optimism, but I don't. I can't. I can't. I've been hurt too many times, Norris. No, Square Enix has beaten the hope out of you and me, oh, Nate. absolutely. Systematically. All right. I well, we got to take a break here on... We Ch- got to talk about gay stuff. I know. That's that's the third segment. <laughs> Coming up next on Checkpoint AFK, is Final Fantasy as a game series uniquely positioned to talk about issues of gender identity and sexuality? Stick around. That conversation is ahead next on Checkpoint AFK. Esports is the fastest growing area in collegiate athletics, and Checkpoint XP on campus keeps you up to speed on all the exciting action. From varsity and club esports tournaments to college curriculums focused on gaming, each week, Checkpoint XP on campus brings you more than just stats and scores. We're digging to school rivalries, scouting, scholarships, and talking with players and coaches. Catch new episodes of Checkpoint XP on campus Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. And on demand 24-7 on YouTube, Twitch, Radio.com, and always at Checkpoint XP. 
Checkpointexp.com. Catch new episodes of Checkpoint XP on campus Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, and on demand 24-7 on YouTube, Twitch, Radio.com, and always at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint XP on campus, the show for collegiate video gaming and esports. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Don't go AFK on us. Follow follow us online at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint AFK. Welcome back to Checkpoint AFK. CheckpointXP.com is where you can subscribe to the podcast. I want to thank all, let's see, 31 of you hanging out with us live at twitch.tv slash CheckpointXP. Make sure you go follow us over on Twitch so that you can join us live for all of our shows. On Wednesday, or on uh, Thursdays, we've got Checkpoint XP on campus. That's right. On Fridays, we've got episodes of Checkpoint AFK and a whole lot more coming soon. So make sure you uh, follow us. That's twitch.tv slash checkpoint XP. All right. So the one portion of the trailer that we didn't get to talk about, it took up about a third of the trailer, and that's the honeybee in sequence. Uh, This is, uh, I think, going to be very interesting uh, to see how this is portrayed in 2020. When the game originally came out, the honeybee... Uh, in sequence was very much played for laughs. Haha, <laughs> your main character is in a dress. Mm-hmm. And that's how all of the characters internally in the game treated it. It was a big goof off. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a lot of, you know, jokes, uh, the, the peephole jokes that existed in the Honeybee Inn. It was really just kind of... His camp. It was kind of Square Enix's opportunity to shove in a whole bunch of homophobia in one place. Uh, and so... We are go. It is confirmed now that we are going to be going to the remade Honeybee yeah. Inn, and uh, a significant, a big part of this trailer was showing off Cloud in the dress. Um, we talked about this this week on the national radio show, which you can find the podcast over at our website, CheckpointXP.com. And I, I think that, you know, a lot of people, because of the way that it's being portrayed in this sequence, are hailing it as progressive. But I'm not, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I think. Uh, okay. So obviously Chad and I are here to, to weigh in on this one as the LGBT representation <laughs> on the show. Uh, are Chad, you implying you that we brought you in as tokens? Yes. Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I would never do I'm that. I'm sorry, uh, as, as a cishet bro, I'm not about to sit around and make a comment on this one you without know what, the that's, proper that's representation. Ki- you know what? That's kind of a good point, because anyway. it, had it been you, me, Robbie, and uh, Weirdbeard... Not think, great. Yeah, no. The, the optics on that would have been fantastic. I'd actually watch that one more than I'd watch this, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> so, Chad, do you want to start... <laughs> Alright, sure. I mean, I guess the one thing, and in, in, in basing this off of the trailer, which I try not to watch trailers, like I said earlier, because I just hate being ruined by it. I don't want to be whatever. 
Um, the idea that I think they're going with is like the whole celebration of what it is, like very RuPaul Drag Race yeah, kind of celebration. RuPaul. So I'm wondering if like I'm I, I need to see the actual scene play out. Yeah. That's the real thing behind it. Sure, it's like this whole song and dance. I really loved it. My gay heart exploded. There's a character <laughs> Cloud almost kissed the dude. Did you get yes. the, Did you get a very uh, Moulin Rouge uh, Ziggler vibe from the beginning of that? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. So, so I mean, like a little bit, parts of me, I'm like. I'm in. Mm-hmm. But then again, you allude to there was a little bit of like the homophobia in the original yeah. that I remember. And yeah. it's kind of just like, are they just changing that part completely and making this a big fun song and dance just to avoid it? Yeah. By the way, can we mention uh, Don Corneo existing in a post Harvey Weinstein Me Too era? Yes. Uh, see, but I, but I, but did he lose some weight? Um, I remember no, Don. He's, he's I, still pretty. He was fat. like a pudgy guy. Right? Oh, is he? I, yeah. I, 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 he's a little pudgy. But I mean, okay. the, the thing with me, at least from the outside looking in, is I kind of appreciate the Don Corneo still being there because you still need a creep ass. He needs to be a creeper. Yeah. yeah. Well, for well, the scene to work, for the scene yeah. to work, he needs to be there. Yeah. I mean, if they're pointing out things like the Me Too movement, having that Har- Harvey Weinstein character makes sense. Mm, like yeah. they, these people exist even in this fantasy but land. You, I mean, like I, I, I think you guys are right that this scene really tees up an opportunity to comment on Me Too and to comment on gender identity and to comment on homosexuality. Maybe even to right some of the wrongs that that initial scene did in kind of throwing the the jokes. yeah the homophobia jokes around right I, 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 I don't, I don't know that I, I don't again I, I've <laughs> been so abused I've been so abused by Square Enix in the past I just don't know that I trust Square Enix to handle this with I tact. mean the writing is still pretty atrocious you know it's still kind of heavy handed it's still really weird it's still let's throw Cloud in a chair put on three dashes of makeup and now he passes he's a girl and yeah. now he's a girl yeah but I Not mean how that works. but if we look at Final Fantasy and as a series they kind of have never shied away from at least playing with gender as a plot as a that's plot true point. going all the way back to final fantasy five, five. ferris yeah. yeah you know you're so, right you're absolutely you know, right it, it, it's it's they have a history of it and not to mention my favorite gay couple in all the video games being fang and vanille they're gay period i don't care what anybody says but max and chloe's better but i'll give you fang and vanille you know, I like it. They're still cute. Listen, they're so listen cute. together. Listen, I, I, they're I, so I, cute. I will give you that's a way better romance than uh, Eunice and Tita. Or Yuna and Tita. <laughs> Eunice. 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 I, I'm, the I've FGC is invaded. I've got Evo on the brain. I but apologize. no, but I, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> so Final Fantasy has had, you know, this history of, you know, having at least. The illusion of gay characters and a gay culture within their games. And yet, I'll point out, as someone who's playing through FF11 with Sarah right now, still no gay marriage allowed in FF11 in 2020. They haven't okay, fixed see, that problem. Now, I admit, there are two people on the staff who write, who write for that they game. They went so to the goddamn lengths of writing a lisp in for one of their main characters for Wings of the Goddess. We are playing through that story right now. Tell me that that's easy dialogue to read. No, it's a nightmare. It's, it's fucking obnoxious. It's not. It's just. It's. Mm-hmm. It takes longer to read because you're like, what does he mean? Oh, okay. What is he trying to say? Yeah. yeah. And you have to like say it out loud sometimes. And then you're you sound like a jackass. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> yeah, you do. 
I, I, it's just like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know what the culture of Square Enix is because you're right. Like on the one hand, they do seem to do kind of progressive stuff with like Ferris, and I mean, how long? Like that happened in the early '90s. Like that has always mm-hmm. been a part of Square Enix's. You know, cultural identity. Mm -hmm. It's corporate identity. But at the same time, you've also got the weirdness of the original Honeybee scene and like all of the different, like, Mm -hmm. like all of the the kind of gross stuff that's that is oozed out of Square Enix. So I I think I'll ask this because I'm 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 curious. Is that would you have preferred for them to go back and quote unquote fix it, or would you have rather them taking it out to begin with? Because that's what I was about to bring up. Yeah, they took it out entirely yeah and imagine that weird pr behind like oh they had to go back and take out that scene it's, it's almost like a like evading like something yeah no you're right like, like a capitulation make clear that i do feel for square enix on this one if there is a definition of a scenario that's really a no-win scenario that's fair this was a good example of I just it because find there, even in the LGBT community, people are going to be pissed either way. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're no not one's going to be happy one. one way or another. Someone's going to get mad because it's like a misrepresentation of what whoever you know. It doesn't even have to be LGBT. It could be mm-hmm. you know I don't know whoever. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just very interesting that they're celebrating it in the trailer too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if they're like really, really pushing like. We didn't take it out. Yeah. No one. So you're okay. saying the trailer right. is queer bait. It, kind of. I mean, the one thing about the gay community, at least that, that I'm part of, like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's different subsects, but I know that there's people who are going to be super fucking excited that that's in there. Terrible. I got a little giddy and I was like, yeah. cool. As a, like the, the theater gay kind of person I am, <laughs> that, that excited me. But the more like... Typical, like more masculine, kind of low person. key, low key, yeah. not that way. Might have a completely different aspect. Mm, who loved Final true. Fantasy VII because it was, it was a very masculine game. If you yeah. really look at it, yeah. mean, that's true. So, no, that's 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 a good point. Uh, let me ask you this: What is the criteria that needs to be hit? Like, right? Like, the, imagine uh, imagine you're playing Operation, game. right? What 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 do you need to get out of the scene? And where do they push it too far? Like, mm. kind of define some of the the boundaries that at least it would exist for you. All right, so Chad, I'll, have you take it from a sexuality standpoint? I'll take it from a gender perspective. Sure. Okay. Um, they're walking a real fine line in, in gender politics here. Okay. Because as far as we know, unless they're man- planning to do a very big change to Cloud's character that we do not know about, <laughs> he is cishet. Yeah. Yeah. We assume. Yeah. Um, which that would be a storyline I would accept. Unless, uh, yeah, unless they're going to do the four panel comic that exists out there where it's like, Cloud, why are you still wearing that? And then he's on the motorcycle. Seriously, you need, like, just, if this is something, you just need to tell me. Hold on. Straight up, if we get to the end of this game and we find out that, like, like the last scene is, like, Cloud and Aerith going into a freaking Ulta and buying some makeup (laughs) and, like, he's super into it and that's his new character arc. Uh, you're going to have a lot of people in my particular section of the LGBT community who are thrilled and a lot of white boys on the internet who are going to be very angry. I yeah, mean, yeah, there, There's yeah. going to be a lot of Chad's drinking monster. <laughs> Not you, Chad. <laughs> but like, just a lot of dudes named Chad with a backwards hat drinking monster cans. Meanwhile, no, it's gonna be the, the, the Kyles. The Kyles. The Kyles. No, but like, first of all, you can't tell me that in the, in the DLC outfit 
selector option oh in the game that you oh won't God. be able to keep Cloud in the dress permanently. You're going to be able to do that. That flat out absolutely needs to be a skin. Yes, that it's going to be absolutely, absolutely needs to be a skin. Well, we've seen how angry people get when you're able to choose your pronouns in the game. So. Yeah. <laughs> See how that goes over. Oh God, I can just. But like, was, but like what, what? I could just see the section of Twitter that would be upset. Dudes in hats with sunglasses. Yeah, shitty yeah. video but game like, takes going it, off the edge. Yeah. yeah. What takes it too far though? Like that's. I think that's the thing. I think me. that's. Yeah, that's what I'm a little bit more interested in. Like what? What? Like when would it cross the line? I think the only way it would like because the way that they're doing it is like this big celebration. It's like a show. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not so much like at a skinny it, it, bar or motel. Well, it was a motel that was, before. That's that was the, the thing. Said. Like the whole the whole yeah. scene previously is that this was a really seedy, skeevy, right. terrible place no, of town to be. This is a Bordello. Yeah. yeah. And it's freaking him saying, like, you know, uh love knows no bounds, at least of all gender or whatever he yeah, says. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, if we're going that route, you can do it well. But I man, I just Again, if it was another company, I'd feel better. But it's the like, yeah, but it's hurry. like, no. But it's like if they, if if you if you go through all the fanfare and it's da, 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 and then you know like behind the curtain you realize it's like this massive human trafficking effort. You right. know what I mean? Like, is that pushing it too far, or is the, that actually paying? Well, no. Is that is that actually paying a service to how you know something that actually could plague a community because I think that'd just be too much in one is it scene. too much in one, in one thing? like if you're gonna talk about like you know the the me too movement gender equality you know sexuality human trafficking, let's human just trafficking, throw human trafficking on like, as you a, know what human trafficking as a garnish yes like, okay, we're right now we're gonna deal with the AIDS we're epidemic people pissed about the, yeah AIDS epidemic <laughs> let's just throw that in there coronavirus let's talk about that too <laughs> just throw it all in just throw it all scene, in so yeah. people can just be pissed at this and then they'll avoid the rest of the game maybe that's because I mean like because to me, I think that was the one part because I, I went back and played seven fairly recently, about two or three years ago. And that was the one part of it that I thought would have been really interesting if even all they did was have just like one or two sentences to it. Is that like, oh, wait, no, this is a brothel and they're kidnapping people to be sold in the sexual slavery. Like... That oh, is not. That's a lot for a Final lot, Fantasy game. Is it? It could think about think, no. Think now. about every Final Fantasy game you play. Is it? Because it. I don't think it is. Listen, not I when be, you I kill God routinely. Not, I, was, I believe it if it was a religious angle to it. I don't know if I just believe uh, like that they're going to go down the route of sexual slavery. Yeah, they got little... sexual slavery. They probably put in some type of like human trafficking, but I don't think yeah. it would be like a sexual nature. Yeah, like, yeah. If they were to do it, it'd be like well, like the black mage thing with Vivi and Nine, where like they're. Like they're all manufactured people, manufactured child people, soldiers. child soldiers. That I would believe. See, okay, no okay, so we go. can talk about child child soldiers, but not we can't talk about that was a, human that, trafficking. But, that's not like throwing this all in with human sexuality and all these other things. That's just like all right, fair. too much. Man. All right, fair. I, I I do think like yeah, like the way that people react to being told about. Uh, like child soldiers and child sex slaves are way different. Yeah. I, I, way different. I mean, my biggest concern, honestly, and I don't mean to make this about where it's from, but this is coming out of Japan who are not 
exactly up to the modern standard on concepts of homosexuality and gender politics. No. Uh, I mean, which you find, well, which I find, but see, but I find that sh- I actually find that somewhat strange yeah. and kind of not all the way accurate. Well, because mm-hmm. I mean, think about the way that androgyny as exactly. a, a aesthetic androgyny, has maybe yeah no but, and androgyny the, the sexuality no but androgyny pedagogy because in samurai class back in Japan you took a like you took a boyfriend you took a, a young man if you were in the samurai class and you helped raise him and it became I mean that's slightly predatory. But, but well, that was ex- that was I'm saying that was accepted to have a young male lover. It w- <laughs> okay. It was accepted <laughs> as long as you never talked about it. All right, and you never yeah. openly acknowledged it's, it. Uh, All right, fair. It was an unspoken except right, today. Uh, it's the reason you never see any kind of uh, lesbian stories come out of Japan because any kind of female and female relationship is seen as a childish thing. Oh, you'll grow out of that as soon as you get to high school. Mm. That is very much how those stories are told. Okay, I dig. Because they're just a little behind the times on those concepts. It's a cultural thing. Well, I, I mean... I, I, listen, there's enough hentai out there that has various configurations of... Relationships. Yeah, you know what? There's a staggering lack of. What's that? Woman on woman. Woman on woman. It's is that right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there is. I mean, don't get me wrong. They know there's an American audience, so there is some. (laughs) But it's pretty uncommon. No, there's much more. There's much more male on male. Oh yeah, uh, that's way more common. You know, erotic. Literature, if you will, <laughs> and you, you tiptoed around that so hard. I'm, I don't want to say that word. Um, you say yoy, right. yoy. What is that? Yoy. Oh, I, 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 I it's it's oh. yoy yoy for male on male and yuri for, for woman on woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But, but I mean the fact that they even have terms for it, like it, it yeah. that implies a certain amount of but, of. Uh, you know, well, but leave to, it to the porn industry to lead yeah, the way. But, the, but, 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 but to Joe's yeah, point, yeah. It, it is you know the, the the numbers are nowhere near each other, yeah. and so I, I get what you're saying. It's just I feel like Japan, like many places, has a weird double standard to it. Of like, oh, we'll read all about it, and we'll jack off to it, but we'll definitely not talk about it. Oh, yeah, and I absolutely. Think, and I think when it comes to when it comes to Final Fantasy and, and just JRPGs in particular. I find it very interesting because you talk about a game like Persona 5 in which the very first story arc is about molestation and about, you know, essentially a child predator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how well that it was done and how serious the game took it. I never, yeah, and I never wow. saw, I never saw a backlash about yeah, that. Well, at the same, yeah. yeah, there was no backlash yeah. because We're talking they, FF5, no, 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 no. In, in, in Persona 5. 5. Persona 5, I'm yeah. sorry, because they did I'm like, it. I don't so remember well. that part. Yeah. Of yeah. No, 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 because they did it because they did it so well. Yeah, and so I, I, I don't see why it would be that large of a stretch for FF7 to at least approach that now, subject. If they did it, I just don't think it would. I don't know. It, it like. I guess I could see it, and it wouldn't it wouldn't alarm me if that happened. Fine, as long as it didn't make it seem like these like overly gay oh, guys are the were the deviants. ones doing it. These right. are the yeah. deviants doing right. it. That'd be it. too far. Actually, or, you're right. Or if there's like that. that that Easter egg where it's like you go into the bathroom and they're like, why is there a hole on the stall? Like, let me look through it. No, like I don't <laughs> want none of that. <laughs> Not how that works? <laughs> I don't want any of that. So any of that kind of stuff. Like if they make it. CD and feel like uh, like oppressive in some way. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, but that, if they make it a big celebration, fine. Yeah, if, listen. If there happens to be an incredibly popular gay bar in uh, in Midgar, 
cool. I believe it. That's fine. I'm I, yeah, there should be. Yeah. That's a big enough city center. There should be a healthy population of gay people. Sure. Yeah. Like... I found that. But yeah, if it is the underbelly of the city and it's where all the deviants gather, that's I mean, not going to go well That's what it tonight. was in the first game. It uh, is. Yeah. Well, I mean, to your point, in the yeah. original, it was very much a, a ha-ha. Yeah. Oh, look at all the gay people that we have here yeah. and the cross-dressing and all the deviants. Like, yeah. Yeah. That era has to have passed if they're going to do it again. Yeah. I, it, you know, you guys had mentioned something when we first started talking about this, that the trailer made it feel very sort of like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Very sort Moulin of thing. Rouge. I, I, I think that that's absolutely like an aesthetic and a feel that they should lean into. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that that would be the exact right and appropriate tone as a, you know, cishet dude that I would want from that. I wouldn't be offended by that. I would I would be able to be able to get into it, right? Like, yeah. I watch RuPaul's Drag Race for fun. First of I'm all, not, it's a great show. Em- I'm not embarrassed by no. it. I think it's a great show. I've always thought RuPaul was a phenomenal performer. It's top model, oh, yeah. but much more entertaining. Yes, exactly. And, it, like, honestly, the talent on there is, is very real. So, like, I think if they tried to bring that same energy to Final Fantasy, C seven that that would be very welcome, yeah. and I think I that, that yeah, like, and I, I just I really I, listen. I want to like this game for all of the braying that I did before about how it's going to be terrible. I want to like this game when it comes out. I want to have fun playing it when I play it. I want to enjoy the experience, and you know, little things, little things like adding a character or changing the story i'd probably be able to ride with that and get through that but if they fuck up on this one oh, if I they agree. fuck up the honeybee there's no way i'm playing past it yeah yeah the first time if we get the first week or like because I'll, I'll i'll have it day one if we come in day one and like the people who got her is like yo did you get to the honeybee yet like that's not that <laughs> is not yeah, that's like the serious tone. Like, that's not y'all. the tone you want. You no. don't want like, bro. You, yeah, ooh, if, you if, got to the honeybee. Ooh. If we get to that part, and yeah, we find out that those are the deviants who are starting the child sex ring. That's gonna be a bad, just a bad show. I just I don't, don't want to go through the scene no, and be like, so oof, like yeah, right. that's why exactly. I don't want. Mm. I don't, you know, like dude. I think they're smart, and I they'll just to, be they'll 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 just try to sail through that scene as fast as, as possible. quickly yeah. as possible. Well, I had to live reason, that life with Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't need that again. The reason why I think so is because Mark Hamill plays Don Corneo. So they're going to put a lot of emphasis on the fact that this this is the bad guy, you know, not these people. I, you know, that's an aspect that I didn't even consider. Yeah. They have a marquee actor that's slated to play this big slime ball in, yeah. in this scene. Yeah, you're right. There's going to absolutely be emphasis on it. There's no way that there can't be. That's what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah, he's this, be is villain. A, this is an arc of the game. He's yeah. a sub-villain. Yeah. He's not a side-villain like he was in this game. Right. I, I fully expect that we'll be spending copious amounts of time in Wall Market and in and around the Honeybee Inn. Actually, can I just say that, you know, when we were talking about, like, where the story divides earlier, if he had been the ultimate villain of, of the first part of this game, I would have been fine with that. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, I would have been totally fine I with think, that. Yeah, I think you... I think you... It's harder to do because then again, you get to the party and you talk about what Chad said he would worry about 
because then you start talking about all these deviants down here at Wall Market and think about all the NPCs you would have to fight. Yeah. That would be like weird, campy, like ooh, like NPCs that you know, and enemies you would have to fight. Like you know, the I would, I, I would, the, su- the super glam drag queen I would, I would, enemies <laughs> you would have to fight. I would actually kind of like that, but I would. But, just, but like you can like, see how people would get upset yeah, about I would, that. Yeah, people would get upset. Well, like what, what's the final fight character that is transgender? Poison, Poison right? Like when when you, people found out about that, they lost their fucking mind, mm-hmm. right? Like what makes you think that they wouldn't do that? And here? even even. Then, and that was just a cop out because there were parents were upset. This is how fucking stupid like middle America is. Parents complained about Final Fight because you fought a girl character named Poison, another one named Roxy. Yep. So Capcom came out and said that Poison is actually a guy. It's just a pre op no, a post op transgender person. And that somehow made it more okay to beat that person up because Wait. they used to be a guy. Well, the problem is, is like, okay, so if I, I'm I'm gonna take Joe on this one <laughs> because if that was the case, it makes it worse to say, oh, that's not actually a girl; it's a guy. Even if it's post-op, no one wants to be considered a guy anymore if it's post-op, and you're, you're, yeah. that's your gender now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're not. Yeah, don't dead name me, and certainly don't dead gender right. me. Yeah, so, yeah. What? So that I would think nowadays that would make that one thousand times. No, but in nineteen ninety two, that was that was the response. The parents didn't want to see their kids playing a game where they beat up a girl, and so they made poison trans. Yeah, and so now you're okay to be beat up because you're trans. Wow! Uh, I didn't know oh that. boy, isn't that been a fun history lesson? Yeah. <laughs> so, but, uh, uh, but because in I, an era where using the panic defense is still somehow acceptable, uh, but like Square Enix is uniquely positioned to be able to do something about this. Yeah. Right. Like they they don't have to perpetuate that. No, they have a chance to say, hey, you know what? The '90s were a wild time. We did uh, we did we made a choice in the game that made sense for that era. Sure. Looking back now, a bit insensitive. I, yeah, and, and and let's let do me, it better this time. Let me be clear. I don't think Square Enix needs to apologize. I don't no. think they need. No, to, I'm not asking them to apologize. Like I don't think they need to. Like fix the scene, but I think that they can kind of undo they some of the damage yeah. that was accidentally maybe put out there into the world. They can, they yes. can, they can do it better. And you know, I think at least for me, Nay, I'm with you that if this part of the game is in any way like cringe or messed it's up, it's a dead stop for me. It's, I'll it's, never it's go going to be really, yeah. really hard to get through the rest of the game, dude. If FF7. If I get to hate that game twice, yeah, like that'll be uh, that'd be. Yeah, I mean, part of me would be like, "All right, good." Like my my take on it the first time around was good. Then now I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way: I'll already have to reckon with Barrett just as a character. Yeah, well, the voice acting. Yeah, I already have. That. This is my second yeah. time of having to reckon with Barrett mm-hmm. as a character. Oh, so, that's how Asians think black people. Yeah. Really, yeah. So if I gotta got get it. through that, yeah, and I gotta is, get through the Walmart. Is he the show? only? Black character in Final Fantasy? No, no. Saz. Saz. Saz, oh, Saz okay. who was better, 
Better. Not perfect, we but better. But better. We but haven't better. seen uh, or heard I, this character yet, no. I, 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 size? Yeah. No, size is in 13. 13. Oh, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Size, uh, seven size in general. Is, size is pretty good. Can, can, yeah. can, can I tell you the moment that size was ruined for me as a character? When they implied that he killed himself, and, and then like two scenes later he didn't? Yeah. yeah. It was a bummer. Like, like I don't want a I big don't, turn. Like, like I don't want to see him die, but like it's it'd have been powerful. It would have been fuck. It would have been, been on absurdly. Aerith, it would have been on Aerith level. It'd have been absurdly powerful. It would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah. great to- talking point for sure. Like for them to like again, if they hit on human trafficking or something major, like oh, see, right, they, we can hit on like, suicidal ideation while we're uh, at. Uh, it. But again, like this is my like part of my core concern about Square Enix is because they set things up for like a big moment like that, and then they pull the punch. Aerith was the only time they went through with it. Yes! Yeah, when's the last time they really went through well, on a, on a and, punch? Aerith and 2.014. Those, yeah, I, actually, I, I, I named okay. the 1.0 era. Yeah. 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 I'll, Those I'll are the that. only two times where Square Enix were like, you know what? We're going to do it. Yep. And they say, yep. I'll give you that. Do it. But I, I agree. And I'm just I'm just wondering if this game, because everybody knows Aerith is going to die. Whatever. Not big surprise. But, if you buy the DLC. Yeah. <laughs> Aerith but, lives. But I, but, I wonder, but I wonder through all of this, what is going to be there to surprise me? That's the bigger thing. That's I think if they, why they add these characters. Yeah, yeah, that's why they add these characters. But I think that's part of through the honeybee scene, what they're able to do. Because if that scene, if that part of the game is actually really good and really entertaining and Mark Hamill does what Mark Hamill does yeah. and plays the fuck out of Don Corneo. Yep. Like that's that's the potential the shit can have. And if it's it could there, be, it could be amazing. If it's there yeah. at the quality that I think we've seen so far, especially out of the voice acting and the motion capture and shit, dude, this could be some special shit. I'll so. tell I'll tell you I'll tell you this. Okay. We, we talked earlier about whether I would or wouldn't pick up Final Fantasy VII, and I said I'll wait until all parts are out because I'm going to judge the whole work and, and not just a portion. It, yeah. I will add one caveat to that. Mm-hmm. I will pick up one for part one when it's new if the honeybee scene is spectacular. It's tasteful. If it's... Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, if they if they knock it out of the fucking park, yeah. I'll be like, all right, because I mean, great. it is you buy yourself some goodwill with that. Yes, with exactly. That yeah, all right, because there's really only three centerpieces to that that first act to seven yes. is you blow up the reactor, yes. the, reactor the wall market scene, yep. and the plate falling. Those are your only three big set pieces in that act. Yeah. Period. So you get those three right. Everything else in between should be easy. Yeah, because the rest of it is just fill, fill in the gap. So, yeah. yeah, I mean we we know Expanding Don Corneo is going to be great because Mark Hamill's always great. Yeah, when's the last time you saw him in something and you were disappointed? Never. Uh, well, voice acting. Return to Jedi. <laughs> well, he was <laughs> voice acting. He was a voice actor in a 1984 Stop. animated Stop. film Stop. called Wizards. Stop. I, oh, we already oh, too okay. obscure, my guy. <laughs> and he was okay. It. No, oh, stop well, it. He's still okay. See? See? It's still okay. Yeah, you gotta let me finish, Norris. No, because you already <laughs> been pulling these references out of your ass, and I won't be one here all that. It's a Ralph Bakshi film. Whatever. Ooh, came anyway. Out, came out came out the same week as Star Wars. Oh. Mark Hamill <laughs> in two movies released in the same week. 
Damn. That's unfortunate. I think oh, only, yeah, I got, I think only Keanu Reeves has done that before. <laughs> he got trounced. Yeah. He, had, he had good odds that week. <laughs> yeah, he did. Way, he was getting a check no matter what. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Do you see uh, Keanu Reeves on the set of the new Matrix movie, by the way? Looking, no. Looking peak Keanu. Look, looking like he just rolled out of bed and went to get coffee. A.K.A. Peak Keanu. He, yeah. he, he looks like he got dressed for the set of Point Break. He's got a scraggly beard, a beanie on. He just looks like a regular dude. I mean, does not look like Neo. Anyway, uh, that's going to be it. For yeah, you I think that's going to do it for today's Checkpoint AFK. Thanks so much for joining us. CheckpointXP.com is where you can find out more info about the show, interviews from past episodes, and a whole lot more. And more coming soon. We've got brand new shows in development and a new show coming way sooner than you think. Keep your eyes tuned to CheckpointXP.com today for a brand new show. All new. I don't know what else to tell you to get you there. CheckpointXP.com. Uh, stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckpointXP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple podcast feed and giving us a rating and review that we'll read here on the top of the program. Checkpoint XP is a production of Beasley Esports XP. For the Checkpoint XP crew, Joe Sloan, Chad Callahan, Weird Beard, and Norris Howard, my name's a Bender. Keep listening.